Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Men's Room Podcast from TalkSport is proudly sponsored by Toolstation. If, like me, you love a little deal, then you can join the Toolstation Club today online, in-store or via the app, and you will save some money getting a 5% discount shopping with Toolstation, as well as a chance to get your hands on some fantastic prizes, such as TVs, gaming consoles, and even holidays. If you keep spending, you'll keep on saving. That's the Toolstation Club, so make sure you join today, online, in-store, or via the app. A Bosch. Welcome everyone to another episode of The Men's Room. As always, I'm joined by the great Rory Jennings and today we're talking finance. You don't like you don't like that tag, do you? Oh, I, I love it. I think it's inaccurate and it's misleading, so, but no, I love it. It's, it's yeah. so true. Uh, today we're talking about finance, a very interesting subject considering what's going on in the world. You think of the economic crisis we're in right now, the war in Ukraine, energy prices, so much going on, right? Your money doesn't get you anywhere, it feels like. We're joined uh, by Josh Kirby uh, from The Times, a money mentor, uh, Rory, you had a, a good question, I think, off air that you want to ask Josh, and I think it's important to kind of get this one out of the way straight away. Yeah, Josh, uh, when we were going to speak to you and talk to somebody about finances, yes, and obviously I sort of heard that it was going to be you, I assumed that you were going to be 48, maybe a house in the Chilterns. If only. Somebody, yeah, somebody who <laughs> wasn't, wasn't so young. Well, I think people have this kind of like, like image of, of personal finance, this kind of like fusty old, kind of like old man's game. Um, but to be honest, like, I don't think it is. And I think a big part of kind of why I like my job so much and why I sort of got into personal finance journalism is to kind of like get younger people a bit more sort of on their money. Because a lot of people, like a lot of my friends just don't have a clue. It's amazing how many people I talk to, they don't even pay into their pensions. You know, that, that scares me a bit. Do um, you do that? I do that. Yeah. For me, but that's, do you guys not do that? No. Oh, honestly, like it's, it's no. <laughs> well, like, you don't really know what it means. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. okay. But um, it's, it's one of those things that is like fundamentally important for setting yourself up for later on in life. Now that makes me sound really, really boring. Um, ultimately, like when I started to get into journalism, I applied for a job at Money Saving Expert um, with Martin Lewis, who's obviously brilliant. Oh, is he your hero? Is he, he like, is, <laughs> is he your Frank Lampard? <laughs> he was, he is my Frank Lampard. He's my Thierry Henry uh, as an Arsenal fan. Um, and so my dad, he was always like very on it with his money. So he kind of like got me into those habits. So I saw a job at Money Saving Expert. I'd always wanted to get into journalism. I didn't have a master's or anything like that. So I thought, you know, sod it. I'm just going to go for it. And, um, and I started working there and learned a hell of a lot. They've got a really great team over there. And then I came over to the Times about six months ago. And I've been working in the Money Mentor team over here. That's so good. How bad is it right now? Because um, we're of an age where we remember sort of housing crisis before, economy shut down before, but I never remember it all in one. I don't yeah. remember obviously going through a war that we're going through, the back of COVID. I say the back of COVID, it's still very much here. Mm-hmm. Um, house prices have just gone crazy. I mean, Rory always talk about sort of, you can't afford to live in London, even though you're a Londoner, it's impossible. How bad is it right now? It's 
it's not great. That's that's the answer. It's it's pretty bad. It really depends on who you are. Obviously, everyone's situation is different. Some people are going into this kind of crisis a lot more prepared than other people. But it's it sucks basically. It's it's not a nice time. The the good news is there are things that you can do. Ultimately, it's going to come down to people changing their habits, right? Because people aren't going to be able to. A lot of people, most people, I would say, aren't going to be able to sustain the same habits that they had before. That's a real shame. It's very unfortunate. But people are going to have to basically make tweaks to the way that they live. And it's going to be difficult. We're headed into a winter. We've not seen the worst of it yet. That's kind of the like the biggest problem is that things are going to get worse as energy bills go up. There are certain protections, and I'm sure we'll get into that as well. But it's it's not great. But there are things for people to kind of like be positive about as well, and, and we'll get into all of those. Generally speaking, you know, when you asked Daddy and I then, do you, you know, you boys are paying into your pensions, presumably, and we both immediately said no. Sure. Are you finding that the general society are adopting the things that you would suggest or are you finding that most people, Addy and I are fairly typical where we don't really do very much about our future? I think it is quite typical. I think I think that is definitely true and I think it's changing right now because there is a spotlight suddenly on personal finance. For a long time, it was kind of the thing that maybe your uncle did or your dad did and it, it wasn't particularly sexy at all. But now it's, I think people are spending a lot more time thinking about, you know, where's my money going to go? Because suddenly the, the purse strings have to be tightened. So I think that is definitely something that people are thinking about more. And I think the fact that people are struggling a bit now means that people are thinking, well, if I don't set myself up quite well for later on in life, like this could sort of be the way things, things are you know, for a while. When you say the purse strings are being tightened, there are going to be people listening to this thinking there are no purse strings, mm-hmm. right? They're not even living check to check. They're running out of money before the, the next check comes. People, mm-hmm. especially if we get into wintertime now, people having to sort of choose between sort of heat in the house or, or buying food. It's, it's got that bad. I've, I've been eating, yeah. sort of reading stories. Definitely. Um, so what can they do? Because look, we're in a privileged position. I, I'm okay financially. I have to admit, I'm not in the worst, but there are people out there that are in positions where they can't look beyond the next mill. It, it's got that bad for them. Ultimately, there is no one size fits all answer. It really depends on your situation. Like you say, there are some people that are struggling so much they don't know where the next meal is going to come from. Those people, there's there's some help out there. That's one of the answers. There is help out there. There's government help available. On the Times Money Mental website, we list a lot of the help that, that you can get. There are grants that you can apply for depending on your circumstances. If you're receiving universal credit, for instance, there are certain things that you can apply for, rebates on your energy, um, you know, more money so, so you can warm your home come winter. Mm. Um, obviously, there are food banks there for people that need them. There are websites that you can go on that show you your nearest food bank. If you're desperate... There is help out there. It's, in my opinion, I don't think it's sufficient help. You know, and that's kind of the problem. When you enter a crisis, it gets tougher. It gets really, really tough. And and the help that's initially available becomes sort of insufficient. But there are things that people can apply for. I think a lot of people struggle with debt as well. And if you're in debt, there is help out there. Firstly, there are ways to manage debt. There are ways to kind of cut the costs of debt. So let's say you've, you're in thousands of pounds worth of debt on a credit card. And a lot of people are going to find themselves in a lot more debt at the end of this crisis than they were at the start of it. And you can, there are ways to manage that. So you can shift your debt. You can use something called a balance transfer credit card. So if you've got a lot of debt, that gives you sort of up to three years to not pay any interest. So you can clear the debt a lot quicker. So things like that. It really depends on where your financial problems are coming from. Uh, and, and based on those, you can kind of sort them out. Do you live in London? I do live in London. Yeah, I live in North East London. See that? Is something that I'm finding, even even you know, touch wood. I've, as Addy mentioned, you know, we we're lucky, mm-hmm. but I've I find the prices in London 
ridiculous. Housing. Housing. Are you finding that? Is there this crazy. crisis? It's crazy. So do you, the, do you live on your own? I live in a house with a few other people. So you've done the, you've had to do the house share. We've had to do the house share. Right. I don't mind the house share. I'm still kind of young. So for me, like I probably would do it anyway, even if rent was a bit cheaper, because it's kind of, you know, I'm at a point in my life where I it's like socializing. Fun. It's quite fun. Yeah. And we all really get on. So it's, it's, it's all good on that front, but it is ludicrously expensive. So I pay nearly 800 pounds a month for a bedroom. Yeah. bedroom in a house that's the going rate now in london what's going on with because this to me and I, and I don't want to make this sort of a very london centric podcast but the housing crisis is at it's most its epicenter in in london absolutely yeah like what's what's going on and what's the answer to this like for me to for me to have for me to buy a property in the area i grew up which is borough Camden, i couldn't afford a one-bedroom flat there Genuinely, I yeah. couldn't afford a one bed a one bedroom flat in the borough of Camden in the bit that I'm from. So anywhere between Swiss Cottage, Primrose Hill, it will cost you nine hundred grand. That, that's mental, isn't it? Like that's a broken system. A hundred percent. So property is one of the things I'm most interested about because property in this country is unfortunately the, the the markets is just broken, right? So essentially, what we've got is we've got a really static supply of property in this country. It doesn't really move. New houses aren't really built. When they are, it tends to be by you know, really wealthy property developers, they build those flats for, they're going to be ludicrously expensive. They're built for, you know, very wealthy people. Mm. And we don't have a lot of space in London anymore either to mm. build those, um, those, that accommodation. So what you basically get is you get a market where supply is static, demand's constantly increasing. You think about the pandemic, a lot of people left London. A lot of people are now coming back because, you know, they, they went off to the country or they moved home with their parents or things like that. Interestingly, it never went down. Yeah. It never... When people left London and when the when the um, crisis hit, mm -hmm. I thought that that could have uh, an impact on the housing. Yeah. And at the time, we were looking for a house. Sure. I thought that could potentially work for us. Didn't didn't have any impact. That's the thing. In in, in in terms of dropping the prices, if anything, they maintained or went up. I feel like the property situation of London and probably the southeast mm. is irreparable. Is it that drastic? Are you hearing that it's that dr that drastic? It's so the government have now basically said um, that they want to commit to building, you know, 300,000 homes a year. I think Michael Gove said that the other day. And that is a step towards fixing the problem. Now, the problem with London specifically is that it's so difficult to build property here. There's a lot of red tape. Like I say, there's not a lot of space. So I think London, like people, I think London is going to kind of grow. Yeah. I think people are going to have to move out of London. They're going to have to live in like you know, Hertfordshire. Yeah, or, yeah they'll you know, live in Slough, but sure. Slough will somehow be on the tube yeah. or yeah. something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the problem is that's just, the problem is going to spread, right? So rents and, and property prices are going to go up in places like Slough and it's just kind of going to spread out. So the, there are a few kind of solutions to this problem, but the, the only real solution is building more property um, and combine that with what's going on in, you know, in the mortgage market at the moment, mortgage rates have shot up. Yeah. So they were just over 4% at the start of September. For an average two-year fixed mortgage now, you're looking at like 6.5%. So that's a huge jump. That's like a 2% jump. Yeah, it's appalling. I mean, that's the difference between being able to afford your mortgage and not, isn't it? Definitely. For loads of families, that is the case. So their mortgage payments have gone up in some cases by hundreds of pounds yeah. if you're not on a fixed rate mortgage. And that's another point. If you're not on a fixed rate mortgage, you need to have a real think about whether it's worth locking into one now remortgaging especially if you're kind of in like or, or you're coming up to the end of a mortgage deal it's really worth thinking about locking into a fixed rate mortgage now because it's looking like they're just going to keep on going up so do you think it could be beneficial financially to pay the fine or whatever the cost will be to leave a mortgage and get yourself fixed rate now like to, even though 
this news kind of broke a while ago, didn't it? So you've you've kind of been stung already. So the question is, have has the the sort of increases in the Bank of England's interest rates that we know are most likely coming uh, at the time of recording this on Thursday? The bank uh, the Bank of England is going to probably increase the base <coughs> interest rate by you know potentially up to zero point seven five percent. So from two point two five percent up to three percent. So that's going to push up mortgage rates even more. The question is, has that been priced in already? Mm. I don't think it has been entirely. I think it's really likely we're going to see um, mortgage rates increase. So if you're on a variable rate, get your mortgage, in. yeah, get basically lock into a fix. For as, for as long as might, possible, do you think? Would you I go five years? I wouldn't go five years. It's it's really difficult and I'm, I'm hesitant to give like advice and yeah. say this is what you should do because it's, it's different for everybody. Sorry, the reason I'm asking you this so yeah. diligently is because this directly affects me and yeah. I was actually, I'm going to talk to you off air. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. The Men's Room podcast on Talksport is proudly sponsored by Toolstation. This is your little reminder that you can join the Tool Station Club today online, in-store, or via the app. You might be thinking, why would I sign up? But I'm glad you asked. At Tool Station, if you keep spending, you keep on saving. Signing up means that not only will you get a lovely 5% discount shopping with Tool Station, but there are thousands of prizes to be won. So that's the Tool Station Club, so make sure you join today online, in-store, or via the app. You know what I think? Sorry to cut across your loving with each other. Um, you know what I think? I think the average Joe listens to a lot, especially those that are hand-to-mouth. So they listen to things like what you're talking about with sort of fixed mortgages and um, moving balance transfers from credit cards. I don't think they have a clue yeah. what all that means, Absolutely. if I'm honest with you. Um, I, I can go back to when I was really struggling many years ago. and I think the first thing I did stupidly when I thought money was running out was I went to one of those payday loan people or payday loan sharks yeah. and got stuck down the, the, the road of having to pay that, to pay that, to pay that. And eventually it all just came on top. Obviously those don't really exist no more. So we think, but they're still out there. And what, are they no longer? What, the, I, know, I know down. the payday loans that you're referring yeah, yeah. to, are they not around anymore? They can't charge nearly the same amount of interest, yeah. right? So you can get sort of emergency credit, um, but your interest is going to be capped. Like it used to be yeah, yeah, it was what they wanted percent. it to be, wasn't it? Yeah. It's kind of like 3,000%. It was, it was vicious, right. evil stuff. But um, at the time for me, though, it's, it's weird to say this. It sounded fine. It's, it's, this is how crazy it is. I remember like getting a £300 loan. And, and you then, think, oh, I'll pay double back. Yeah, well, yeah, you only have to pay £350 back in yeah. 20 days. I was like, oh, perfect. Yeah. Easy. And then again, it came on top. And I know a lot of people have been down that road. So this is a really interesting thing right now, debt, because you have stuff like Klarna, right? Yeah. That's coming into the mainstream. 
people think of Klarna as like, oh, it's just another way to pay. Klarna is debt. And something that really kind of scared me is someone that, that deals with debt and, and sort of writes about debt and, and deals and sort of speaks to people who are in debt on quite a regular basis. Klarna getting sort of so much traction worries me. They've added it to Deliveroo. Right, imagine you're. I find that crazy. That is crazy. That it's, you're buying is, food if you that you can't eat. If you can't afford something, at the time, so whenever I want to buy anything, and, this, and I've been this way, whether I've been feeling fairly flush or feeling completely brassic, if I can't pay for it, I would never buy it. You that's know, like if I don't have the money in my pocket, that's a I really don't buy it. That's a really healthy attitude to have. A lot of people just they don't have that attitude, and when debt is so easy to acquire, which Klarna makes it really, really easy. Right, because they don't do like hard credit checks. When you apply for a credit card, they kind of they sort of make go sure through you can your. Afford it, yeah. They make sure you can afford it. They go through your credit history with a fine tooth comb. They might turn you down. They might accept you, but the decision that they make, you know, like the idea is that it's the right one. It's based on can you repay it, electoral roll, things like that. And there's loads of things you can do to improve your credit score, but that's kind of beside the point. So they make sure you can repay the debt. Klarna don't do that. They do a soft credit check. It's it's a lot less kind of strict. And it makes it really easy to take on debt. So let's say, you know, it, and the fact that Klarna kind of, people have this association with it, that it's used for like buying clothes or like a new laptop or mm. an iPhone, right? That is, if you can't afford it, yeah. exactly like you said, Rory, you probably shouldn't, shouldn't be, be buying, buying it. it. So debt is, don't, don't get me wrong, debt isn't always bad, right? There are good forms of debt. A mortgage is debt, right? And people yeah. need a mortgage to buy a house. No, but it's very different. I don't think yeah. you can compare buying, buying clothing mm-hmm. for Friday night when you're going out to the Camden Palace. Or a takeaway. Or a takeaway. Yeah. It's not the same. It yeah. isn't the same. And and maybe maybe there needs to be a bigger structure in place here. Maybe those these companies shouldn't be allowed to do that. I think so. It's it's really interesting you say that. So this market market isn't regulated, right? The buy now, pay later it's called. So it's not just Klarna, there's like ClearPay and, and other ones. Yeah. Um, so it's not regulated. Right, so this is really scary. It's like a wild west, it's a wild west. And so Martin Lewis from Martin, Money Saving Expert, he's been going on for years about how this market needs to be regulated. And they've, you know, they've done small things like Klarna starting to report your data mm. to credit reference agencies and things like that. But it's not enough. Mm. So until they're properly regulated, you know, it, like you say, it's a wild west. You know, the government should be coming in and looking at this and saying, you shouldn't be able to buy, get into debt for a but, takeaway. But People need to take some responsibility for themselves, don't they? So like this isn't only a government a governmental thing. This Certainly. is this is well, if you can't you say that, it, but if if Klarna are doing food, if it's got to a stage where you're having to do food on credit, it's not food; it's takeaways, though. Takeaways. So so takeaways are different. Takeaways are very expensive. Takeaways mm. are takeaways are luxurious. Yeah. People get a takeaway on a Friday night. It's a luxury. It's a luxury. Takeaway is a luxury. Cooking is going to be a quarter to half the price, right? So. At the end of the day, you're spending money. I don't that know you if don't it is anymore. Of course, it is. I don't know if it is anymore. No, I honestly, if you go and to you, could, you, you could. go to your local ASDA and buy fifteen pound worth of food, you feel like you're coming out with nothing. No, but that's as opposed way, to buying a takeaway, I no, don't know if it is. Ad, if you were to buy the ingredients to cook up a chili, you'd get three meals out of it. That's that's the thing. So you kind of like you go to the supermarket, you buy your ingredients, and then yeah, it's, there's like a, a startup cost, but then you can cook a lot of meals out of it. I've started kind of like doing HelloFresh once in a while as well. Mm, yeah. And it comes in and I cook, I cook loads of meals and it mm. sorts me for like, you know, the whole week, if not longer. And I, get, I feed my housemates. So, so, as well. so why do you think they do it then? Laziness? I think there is, you know, let's say you're sat on the couch, you're hungover on a Saturday. The last thing you want to do is get up and cook. You know, you just go on your phone or Uber Eats. It's that easy. You press one mm. button, mm. they bring it right to your door. But then you pay like the delivery fee. You're That's paying. Dear. It's, yeah, it's, it's dear. Yeah, it is. It adds yeah. up. It to is the, dear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
these so you think that these things need to be regulated do you think that that's down the road are we moving in that direction we are but not quickly enough that's kind of the problem is that these things are always so slow when it comes to finance and when it comes to money and regulating things the the machines the powers that be that they're in charge of controlling this stuff they're very like they're not very well oiled so it takes a long time to get these things going get them through parliament it's not moving quickly enough and it's while that's happening loads of young people are just getting into debt Mm. Um, because it's so easy and it's so normalised. You know, do you, do you ultimately think that, and it's, this is going off what Rory said, that if we take responsibility, you can not get through it, but you can manage it a lot better. Like a lot of people that are young have debts, have got flashy phones. You go to the houses, big TVs, Playstations, yep. the latest trainers. Once you do cut back and be a bit more responsible, you can sort of get through this tough time. I think so. Again, it's different for everybody. There are some people who for them, the situation is really tough, right? And making a few sacrifices here and there is not going to be enough. But for a lot of people, like I sort of mentioned before, unfortunately, there are going to be sacrifices you have to make. You know, my phone's a couple of years old now, a few years old. New iPhone comes out. I'd love to buy a new iPhone. Mm. I see that like 40 quid a month. I'm like, oh, I could afford that. 40 quid a month, you know, that's going to add up. And that's money that I could be spending on food and, and doing other things. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm going to be like, oh, I'll wait until the next iPhone. And but then the I'll... general consensus of people your age would take the phone, wouldn't they? 100%. I think a lot of people would. It's 100%. Yeah. 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 It would. It would. And like yeah. I say, when debt's being normalised and it's so easy to like get a new phone, mm. you could get it on Klarna or you can get it on like, you know, contracts. So why not? It's interesting that you say it's normalised like that because it is, isn't it? Yeah. It isn't seen as being a stigma. It isn't something to concern yourself. All your mates are in debt, so you join... You join the party effectively. And it's yeah. so easy to get in debt. Yeah. Like you say, I mean, that phone, you could have that in, I don't know, a minute phone call on the, yeah. with your phone It'd be provider. with you in the morning, wouldn't it? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. What do you think? Have you got any tips? Like, oh, funnily enough, on the way here, I was reading the paper and it, there was a little cutout where they were giving people, or apparently people are doing this already. They're showering at the gym and yeah. they're charging their phones up in the cafe. Yeah. Or yeah. at work. So I've got a couple of tips on that. So firstly... You do that, don't you? Shower. <laughs> I shower here. I shower here if I play football. It's okay. more practical. It's not. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> not, not, I mean, there's yeah, an added yeah. benefit. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. <laughs> I mean, for me, like, so I have a kind of a, like a discounted gym membership through work. If you sort of have one of those, take advantage of it because it's a great way to kind of like get a cheap gym gym membership at the moment when things are so expensive. I think when it comes to like things like charging your phone, the cost is so low. It's mm. like it's fractions of a penny. Um, but things like showering that does add up, you know, that can cost like sort of up to a pound a shower. Mm. So those things do add up when there's a few of you in the house as well. So if you're in the office anyway, and you can shower at work, I would. Another thing is kind of like having the heating on is obviously a lot more expensive than it used to be. So a tip I've sort of got there, you can actually buy like an electric gilet or like an electric blanket and they, they, they cost pennies to run for a week. So, you know, it, if you so, have one at your desk, mate, you that is that is incredibly luxurious. An electric, just put a jumper or a blanket on. An electric gilet. I know. What that's earth are you doing, <laughs> mate? When did but also, you're allowed to be a bit chilly in the house. Yeah, I, I have this with my missus. You know, hundred percent. I have this yeah. with my missus. Yeah, I'm like, you do not put that heating on until December. She's walking. She's walking about in a t-shirt and shorts. Yeah, put a hoodie on. <laughs> walking about in a t-shirt and shorts with the heating on. on oh, I'm blocks. totally with you, Rory. I'm totally with you. My house is split down the middle. There's a couple of us that are like we we won't put the heating on till February, and even then, it's like hour a day. Like because I'll just put I'll put another jumper on. Yeah, like, put I'm another fine. jumper on. Get yeah. under a blanket. When yeah, do you yeah. think that mainly kids should start to understand about finances? Like obviously, it's not taught in school. It's not taught in school. It's not taught in school. When do you think they should be taught about it? I think they should be taught in school. Mm-hmm. I think that there are a lot of important lessons. People have no idea 
about the process of buying a house, right? And that's as a process that's becoming a lot more difficult. Back in the day, your parents marched over to the bank. It was easy, right? Three because times their three times their yearly salary, wasn't it? Ridiculous. Three times their yearly salary. So over my, the last, my mum, single mother, bought a flat in Maida Vale with, for me and her. Me and my missus both graft all the time. Couldn't dream of it. No yeah. chance. It's it's crazy. So the house prices have grown at twice the rate of the average wage, yeah. right? So it's much more difficult now than it used to be over like the last 20, 30 years. It's crazy how much how much house prices have, have grown. So that makes it so much more difficult to get on the property ladder. So, and kids, coming back to your question, Addy, kids just aren't learning about those processes in school. They're not learning about, you know, how you buy a house, mm. how it's so important to basically get, working on your credit score from like a really kind of mm. young age. When I was 18, I got a credit card. Now, a lot of people maybe shouldn't do this if you don't trust yourself. If you're kind of like, you know, an impulsive spender like we were kind of talking about earlier, maybe you shouldn't get a credit card at the age of 18. But what doing that did is I kind of like built up my credit score over time. Just make sure you pay it off every month, clear the balance. Otherwise you're gonna pay interest. You don't wanna do that unnecessarily. But I'll use a credit card for like all my purchases and then I'll pay it off every month. Right, so by doing that, I build up my credit score. When it comes to sort of, if I need a loan or to buy a house later down the line, it's gonna be a lot easier for me. A lot of people, they, they don't know what their credit score is. Yours right. must be 999, it's, isn't it? Is, is that yeah, how they do it? Is it, uh, do you know a, yours? Embarrassing. And we should find out for this. We, we should, should find we out We really should, yeah, yeah. I mean, in the name of, in, you know, getting people talking about their finances, definitely, but yeah. yeah. It's, um, yeah, mine's, mine's all right. I'm not, not going <laughs> to disclose it on air. But. Really, really high. Yeah. Mine's it's, not in the nines. But that do you one. know? Yeah, I know mine. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm but, intrigued. Yeah. But the thing is, like, you know, it's, it's quite easy to work on. It's, it's easy to improve your credit score. And there were times at university where my credit score was not so good. I'll be honest, when things were, things were tighter. But, you know, it's something that you can work on. There's so many different things you can do to improve your, your credit score. Not just sort of having a line of credit and using it and repaying it, showing the banks mm. that you can repay debt. Like also, like I said before, getting on the electoral roll, it's really easy, it takes two minutes, and that really improves your credit score. What, just being on the electoral roll? Yeah, yeah, being on How the electoral roll. How do you know? You that? bought a house. How do you not know this stuff? My credit score? I don't have a credit score. No idea. No idea. I didn't but know. Did you I buy it cash or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Um, being on the electoral roll, simply being on it, has an yeah. impact on your credit score. It does improve yeah. your credit score. Oh. Yeah. And also having a consistent so is address. Is that bribery? Is that a way of making sure you're on the electoral roll? I don't know exactly why, is it, why it is. It must do because there's no credit to it. Yeah, is exactly. it? yeah, yeah, it must be. I think it's more of a way of like verifying your address. So also having like a consistent address between all your banks is like a really good way of, of kind of keeping your credit score uh, in good shape. Right, right, right. Can I ask you as, as we wrap up, um, this crisis we're in right now, what's the, is there light at the end of the tunnel? Like, what is it? Because right now, again, for me looking at it, I go to the pump, petrol pump, and my literally, I don't want to tell you what it costs to fill up my car, um, house prices. I'm trying to buy a house now. It's impossible. Yeah. Honestly, I remember you said this to me, and I thought you were joking. It's it's impossible now. I feel like yeah. I have to save 100 grand, which I don't have Rory's money. Yeah. I can't save that. <laughs> so it seems almost impossible. Like, where's the light at the end of the tunnel? There is light at the end of the tunnel. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. I'm an optimistic person. I think things will improve. It could take a couple of years, right, for, for that to happen. The Bank of England is desperately trying to bring inflation down. We all want them to succeed because if they do, everything gets cheaper. Your food bill gets cheaper at the supermarket. Petrol gets cheaper, right? So hopefully prices will start to come down once we're kind of out of this energy crisis. Um, a big part of what's kind of fueling the energy crisis is Russia's invasion of Ukraine. You know, hopefully we see a conclusion to that very soon and things start to improve. There is light at the end of the tunnel. 
these these crises they come about unfortunately kind of like every 15 20 years they eventually end and things the economy starts to grow again so it it really depends on you know the government's actions we're going to see there's a budget uh, the government's going to announce its budget in a couple of weeks we're going to see what they do there's kind of murmurings that they might raise taxes and things like that to try and basically tackle the the economic crisis that we're in but things will improve they always do and they will again. I'm Look on the bright side. I need you in my life. How do, how do I? How I'm, do, I'm getting my no, no, phone. No, no. Yeah. Honestly, how does how does everyone get in touch with you? Do you have like your own Twitter and? I do have I'm a Twitter. Following you. I'm following channel. you immediately. I don't have a YouTube. You don't channel. have a YouTube channel. Do you have to have a YouTube you channel? Have a YouTube channel. <laughs> Maybe I will. Maybe I will have a YouTube. channel. I'm a big fan of yours, Rory, as well. So. Oh, that's incredibly. Why would you be a fan of that? That's never happened before. That was weird. I don't know how to react to that. I've never ever had that before. I don't agree with a lot of what you say, but you say it in such an eloquent way that I can't help but feel pulled in. That's incredibly kind of you. What what is your Twitter? So my Twitter handle is at Josh Kirby writes. I'm not a big, I'm not very active on Twitter, but if you follow uh, at Times Money Mentor. No, I'm I do following a, you, dude. If you follow me, I, I'm really, I've, you know, I've at just Josh got started. Kirby. Josh Kirby writes. I really don't use Twitter a lot, but you feel free to follow me on there. I'm going to try and start being a lot more active on there as things get a lot more heated in the economy. But if good, you want to see. haircut here. I think I did have a, a lot longer hair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it doesn't even look like you. <laughs> I think Very I was nice. a bit younger. I was a, I was a bit fresher faced. Okay, and what was the other thing to follow? At Times Money Mentor on Instagram. I do a lot of videos. Oh, uh, is that, that your page there? Is that time, That's, that's the that's Times you? Money Mentor oh. page, but I do a lot of video content. We've got a load of really useful tips on there. We're always posting. And, you know, head to the Times Money Mentor website as well. Loads of content on there um, that's really, really helpful. We're, we're regularly reacting to kind of the news and like, you know, posting help. For people in in these times, um, so you can kind of keep track of. Mate, I've got you. I'm following you, and I'm following the Times Money Mentor. Thank awesome. you so much. This is exactly what I need in my life. No worries. So it's like I say, it's really important that people kind of like get to grips with their finances, especially now. If if there's any silver lining of what we're going through, it's hopefully people get more educated about their finances. And how old are you again? I'm 25. Mate, you need to start a YouTube incredible. channel. <laughs> I, I find that incredible. I, f- I find um, quite embarrassing as well. Actually, we you know a lot more. Yeah, well, I mean, we're too yeah, we don't have, aren't we? Would you, would you recommend that we sort our pensions out? I would definitely sort your pension out. It's, you don't want to be sort of getting to a like, retirement age and not having, you know, like a decently sized pension. I thought pension you just pot. got one when you got old. You do get a state pension, but it's poxy. Yeah, but poxy. we're like... You get a pension, you know that. But we're independent contractors though, aren't we? Really? Yeah, but yeah. I thought that everybody just got it. You get a pension, I believe, if you pay national insurance for 25 years, insurance. Oh, yeah, insurance. you'll yeah, get a state yeah. pension. My fair share but of tax, not a great amount. Rory, the state pen- pension is poxy. It's poxy. You so get, where do I get another one? What, you can get another... Private pension. You get a private pension, but you need to pay into that. So it'll be, a, you know, but also pensions, you know, any kind of income that you get, any interest, that's tax-free up to a certain point. I can't remember exactly what it is. But it's a really good way of basically saving. You know, I pay, I don't pay much, and I pay like 150 quid a month into my pension, but that's really going to add up because it's such a long period of time and you get compound interest the problem is we're so old now <laughs> we're, 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 we're 20 years away from retirement <laughs> <laughs> so we'd have to chuck in a grand a month to make it even worth can't afford to pay in yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, thank you so much it really is brilliant to have Honestly, you on Josh, thank you so much um, for having me it's been a fantastic and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are gonna hit you up on twitter uh, i will because i need assistance <laughs> desperately well desperately. you're welcome to get in touch anytime and i'll try and answer yeah. your questions yeah. with savings as well yes because it's just all over the place again time's money mentor Got all the all the saving stuff. Yeah. No, I'll be hiring you up privately if I'm honest. <laughs> Josh, as always, thank you very much. Rory, thank you very much. Another interesting episode of the Men's Room Podcast. Make, make sure you download the podcast wherever you download them from. Or you can watch this back on YouTube as well. That's what I like to do. Make sure you leave a comment. Uh, we'll be in the comments, won't we? We will. We Respond them to a few. Josh will probably jump in the comment section as well and answer sure. some of your questions. Nice of Josh. Uh, thank you very much. 
Tool Station are the proud sponsors of the Men's Room podcast on Talk Sport. Join the Tool Station Club today online, in store, or via the app, and you will save some money getting a 5% discount shopping with Talk Station, as well as a chance to get your hands on some fantastic prizes such as TVs, gaming consoles, and even holidays. If all that isn't enough, then remember, if you sign up, then you'll get loads of exclusive discounts that aren't available anywhere else. That's the Talk Station Club. So make sure you join today online, in store, or via the app. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust Oleum's new Custom Spray 5 in 1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.